Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Compassion Club. My name is Ashley Taylor, and thank you so much for being here and for listening. This week, we are going to be talking about my life and getting a little deeper into who I am and how I came to be here where I am sitting today. And if you know me from real life or from TikTok or Instagram, or if you've just discovered me, then hello. (laughs) Well, you probably know some about me, maybe, or you know nothing, but this is going to give you a much deeper look into who I am. And we're getting a little personal. We're going to get deep. We're going to get a little saucy today. So, Stick around, you're going to want to hear it, and it's going to be a full episode of some self-discovery, some some deep shit, and I want to be able to be open on this platform to you guys, and that's what this whole podcast is about, is about connecting on our suffering and connecting on our past experiences and connecting on our imperfections and just learning from them and growing And I truly don't think that anything in our pasts are a mistake if we learn and grow from them and use them as power and fuel to keep going and to keep becoming a better person every single day. So even though I've made some questionable decisions in my past, I do not regret them because they have gotten me to where I am today and I'm very grateful for that. But before that, please like, subscribe, follow on whatever platform you are listening or watching on because I'm going to be coming out with episodes every Tuesday and you are going to want to stick around for them because they're just going to get better and better. I am new at podcasting, so, you know, we're we're learning through life together (laughs) and I'm learning as I go because I realize that you're never going to be fully ready for something and you just got to jump in and learn as you go and that's what I'm doing. So you need to stick around because trust me, there's going to be some amazing episodes soon that you are not going to want to miss and make sure you follow the Instagram and you follow my account so you can stay up to date and stay in the Compassion Club community because there are some exciting things coming up and yeah okay so this is a very personal episode and it doesn't really have structure I'm just gonna talk and see what comes out of my mouth but I don't even know where to begin (sighs) let's get some water first so we can start from the beginning I grew up in a suburban town outside of Sacramento in Northern California it was very pleasant but pretty boring and it was just kind of a cookie cutter suburban type town and I'm very grateful that I grew up with a comfortable life and I have two amazing parents who are still together happily married I have an older brother and I was so fortunate to live close to a lot of family and I wasn't rich by any means, but I also had everything I needed and more, and I'm very grateful for that. And I had an easy childhood for the most part. You know, we all we all have our struggles, no matter who we are. But for the most part, my my childhood was was very pleasant and enjoyable, and I was always a very free spirit, a little crazy child. 
I always wore very funky outfits. I always wanted to change my hair. I started dyeing my hair when I was in like sixth grade or fifth grade even. And I always wanted a new look. I always wanted to be different than everyone else. And I remember I would wear, my mom was just talking about it. I would wear these crazy outfits that would be mixed match and my hair would be in pigtails or braids and I remember I one time wore like fishnets and like denim shorts with like hot pink and black checkered suspenders and like some random top, I don't know, and like combat boots. Like it was a mess. It was concerning. But I always wanted to express myself and my mom would just be like, oh, Lord, help this child. <laughs> but it was, yeah, I always was a very free spirit and I was very outgoing as a kid and then in middle school I actually had to transfer schools so I didn't know anyone and I quickly was just trying to fit in so hard. I remember I would beg my mom for juicy couture sweatsuits and miss me jeans because like all the cool girls were wearing it and I just wanted to fit in so bad and it was that age where everything was changing, my body was changing, my mind was changing, I was trying to figure out who I was as this 13 year old and I just I just wanted to feel cool and normal and then in high school I kind of started finding my my groove again I was on dance team which I I loved dancing my whole life growing up it was my true passion and it was a way that I could just express myself and I connected with all the girls on my teams and and I loved that and then I went through a a Christian phase I went through a little Jesus lover phase and I started going to church by myself with my friends like my family never really went to church and I think I loved the community aspect of it the most and the service aspect I would go to Mexico every spring break to serve impoverished families there and work with the kids in churches and I loved that so much and I still love service work but I soon realized that the ideas of religion weren't really aligned with my true values and I didn't want to be put in a box and I wanted to be my own person and I became a lot more spiritual and hippie which I've always had a bit of a hippie soul and I'm just a little free bird and I'm I'm a free spirit and I've always been like that to my core and so I started coming into that a lot more and I've literally nothing against religion. I have nothing against anyone's belief. I I think we just, I think sometimes it causes a lot more harm than good. But I don't judge anyone for anything that they believe. And I think we should all live that way. But personally, I've found that spirituality was more more of my jam. And... I always knew I wanted to live in LA. I was like, I'm going to move to LA. I'm going to be a pop star. I'm going to be a fashion designer, a fashion model. I had all these big dreams and I got accepted into a fashion school. So I knew right when it was starting, I was going to move to LA. And I was 17 when I graduated high school. So I was always young for my age, but I always felt more mature <laughs> and I was always a foot taller than everyone too so especially the boys which wasn't fun at the time I was very insecure about my height when I was younger and now I love it but it's funny how the things that we were the most insecure about as a kid usually end up being something really cool when you're older and when I turned 18 and when school was starting I 
went to LA. I had to share an apartment with three random girls that I didn't know. I met them online and I actually shared a bedroom with one of them. Like our beds were in the same room. And I remember my parents taking me there and helping me move in. And I was there before any of the other girls. So the first night I was there alone and my parents left and I was just sleeping on my mattress in my room in this new city in downtown LA. And oh my gosh, I had no idea what was coming for me. I had no idea what a big city was like. I had come from this random town where everything was just pleasant and safe and I was just thrown into LA, which is a crazy city. And I was 18 and I didn't know, I didn't know shit, (laughs) but I had good intentions. Soon enough, I got swept into the LA nightlife club scene, party scene. And I'm going to be honest with you guys here. (laughs) I, yeah, definitely got a bit distracted in my studies and I regret that now. Actually, I said I don't have regrets, but uh, I do wish, I do wish that I, had paid attention more in school it's fine that I didn't but like it would have you know been useful more useful way of my parents money but didn't really pay attention that much in school I got by I did pass my classes um but I wish I would have been a bit more focused but I came from this random town and I was just in awe of all this glamour and beauty and like just the beautiful houses and these glamorous people and just being in this lavish lifestyle that I never even I've only seen in movies and I felt like I was in a dream so of course an 18 year old girl is gonna get swept up by that (laughs) and it definitely distracted me it definitely took me off course but I made some amazing memories (laughs) but as all this was going on I was also trying to model and um, in my hometown, everyone told me that they thought I could be a model. I always thought I could be a model. I was tall. I loved taking photos. But then I went into every single agency in LA and I was rejected, rejected, rejected by all of them. And I was like, what? Like, I thought that I had what it takes. But, you know, when you move to a city like LA and everyone's gorgeous and everyone is a model, it makes it a lot harder. But I kept trying and I kept submitting. I would just redo my digitals and I would go back into the agencies and eventually one agency wanted me and I knew it was kind of the worst one but hey I was willing to take whatever at this point and I just wanted to start somewhere I knew I needed to start somewhere and started doing some jobs with them eventually got one big job that honestly was my favorite modeling job ever and I was like okay if I never model again at least I did this (laughs) but the modeling industry has its own negative toxic traits about it and it definitely put a bad taste in my mouth with that industry and the fashion industry which I will go into a bit later in a different episode but I was doing that throughout school and then I ended up you know I dated some guys I've always I've always loved boys unfortunately I've always been a bit boy crazy and I've always been a relationship girl and I had a couple relationships when I first moved to LA, some serious ones, some good, some really bad, (laughs) one really bad in particular, and it definitely caused a lot of trauma with men for me and made me think, like, showed me that men could be really manipulative and that made me have trust issues and made me just confused about what love was and 
it made me insecure and I was also modeling made me insecure. So LA was, you know, giving me some hits. <laughs> I was this innocent bright eyed girl and suddenly some of the darkness was creeping in and I got through that and I, that was that was more when I was like 19. So we, we healed that. That's okay now. And we'll go into relationships on another episode too. But eventually I met a guy that was amazing and we just clicked immediately. And I was about to graduate from college. Um, I was living, I've always lived with friends like after the random girls, which that was horrific living with some random strangers. It was It was a crazy experience. It was a learning experience. Living with strangers will teach you a lot. (laughs) But I ended up living with my best friends, which was amazing. And we had an apartment in L.A. And then I met this guy and we immediately fell in love and we're spending every second together. And it just felt like it made sense for us to move in together because we were spending every second together. Why would I pay rent if we're if I'm always at his place, which now I realize don't ever move in with someone because of like some other circumstance do it because it truly is the right time and you're ready for it and you want to be with this person for the rest of your life because once you move in with someone it becomes a whole different story and life changes and it becomes a lot harder to ever separate or have that space but we were dating for about three months and then we decided to get an apartment together and at the time he was working all the time and I was going to school so we still had that space and we got this small one bedroom apartment but it had nice amenities so we were like cool like we won't even be in the apartment that much two months later COVID hits and we are stuck in the apartment and all of our gym and pool and all the nice stuff that we were paying for was closed and luckily we were still in the honeymoon phase so it was all rainbows and butterflies at first we were like oh we just get to hang out with each other all day long isn't that just so lovely and it was fun and I'm very grateful that I had someone during that time uh it it was it made it a lot more enjoyable for sure. And I just graduated college actually right before this and I was interviewing for jobs and then COVID hit. So obviously people weren't hiring anymore. So I was like, I had all this momentum to get a big girl job. I studied fashion merchandise marketing and I was like looking for marketing jobs. And, and then, yeah, that was, that was a no go. And, (laughs) and modeling obviously slowed down because there was nothing open for that. And so I had all this free time, as we all did, and we were just hanging out, having fun, and decided to actually download TikTok, which was the big thing during COVID, and I refused to download it for a while because I was like, I'm not going to give in to that, like, no, and then we had nothing better to do, so I was like, whatever, I'm just going to download it, and I wanted to make a funny TikTok, and I made a funny TikTok of my my past partner, and it was of me curling his eyelashes, just like coming up out of nowhere and trying to curl his eyelashes, and he was like, ah, like freaking out like a boy would do, and then it got 10 million views, and it was our first video I ever posted, so I remember we like saw it in the middle of the night and it was at like 500k and we were like what is going on and it was honestly such a stupid video like it was funny but it was it was stupid but I guess pe- people eat eat that shit up and um after getting 10 million views on the first video we were like let's make another one obviously and then they kept just doing really well and getting 
sometimes a million views here, a million views there. And it just kept going up. The numbers kept going up. We were gaining followers. And all of a sudden, managements were reaching out to us. Brands were reaching out to us. And we started making a full-time living off of making TikTok videos together, which especially during COVID, we were like, hell yeah, like we have nothing else to do. It's really hard to make money right now. So like, this is amazing. This is so fun. And it was really fun at first. And doing stuff like that with your partner can be fun. But then all of a sudden it became our job. And it's really strange when social media becomes your job, especially when you weren't intending it to be your job. I was someone who didn't really love social media. And I knew that it had a a bit of a negative effect on me mentally. And it can be so addicting. And there's just a lot of bad things about social media and it can be very misleading and I was yeah I wasn't really looking to do social media but you know when the money starts flowing sometimes your mind changes and um all of a sudden it wasn't all about just having fun it was about making money and that can really change the dynamic in your creativity and in the enjoyment of doing these things And especially since it was with my partner and this was, we were literally together all the time. Like I started realizing that I had no space. I had nothing that was my own. We lived together. We worked together. We woke up together. We made breakfast together. We traveled together. We did everything together. When we would hang out with friends, it would be together. Like we were like a unit and I totally felt like I was losing myself and I already don't think I knew I already didn't know who I was when this relationship started I still needed to work through trauma I was insecure from modeling and from my past relationships and I hadn't fully healed and I was still figuring out who I was and I wasn't secure in myself so then by being around this person all the time and not being around friends or having alone time I started losing who I was completely And that is a really strange feeling to all of a sudden look at yourself and not recognize who you are. And yeah, I, it's just weird thinking back to that because I don't feel like that anymore, but it, it like sometimes makes me emotional. I'm sorry. Um, but a relationship that was once very lovely and seemed so fun and we had a great connection. It just started weighing down on me and it started becoming toxic in ways that I think both of us didn't even realize and and with social media too it was it was a weird mind fuck because not everything you see on social media is real and I I know you've heard that before but it's so true And, and as our relationship we started having issues and I was so I felt so stuck I felt so alone even in my relationship because I was I was honestly clinically depressed at the time and we had moved to Las Vegas and I didn't have any friends and it was just us and we had a dog now and it just felt like we were married all of a sudden and I felt like I was living this completely different life and I just didn't, I was like, when did this happen? Who am I? And I know COVID was so much harder for so many people and I I had it a lot easier and I'm not trying to sound like I 
like I know that people didn't have it harder because I know people had it way harder but you know everyone's emotions are valid and this was something I struggled with actually was feeling guilty for feeling depressed and feeling sad because I knew that I had so much more than people and I knew that I was really blessed and I was really privileged and I was like why am I sad why am I still not happy when I have everything that anyone could ever want and and then I would beat myself up even more because I'm like you don't have the right to be unhappy you don't have the right to feel this way you should be happy you should be grateful and I was grateful but at the same time that doesn't mean that you can't feel these things and you can't struggle and I realized that no matter who you are and no matter how much you have externally or it doesn't matter you can still feel alone and you can feel still feel depressed and your problems can feel just as harsh as others and I definitely went through a very dark time with myself and feeling disconnected from the world feeling disconnected from my body and from myself and I felt like I was a shell of a human being and then I was presenting these couples videos online soon enough our TikTok became like you know a couples account and we were all about like the cute relationship goals and and like how to handle certain situations in a relationship and going on these cute dates and making funny videos and and it was hard at the time when I was so insecure and I was so unhappy and then I would have to turn on the camera and act like everything was okay because I was getting paid for it or because my partner wanted to do it and I just I felt like I have this platform and I have to make these videos but at the end of the day my mental health was suffering so much and it was really really confusing and I didn't want to be selfish but at the same time I knew I needed to be selfish and I was having anxiety every time I would turn on the camera to make a TikTok and I was having anxiety every time I would post one because I was so concerned about what people would think I was so concerned about what I would think I was hyper fixated on every little thing if I had one hair out of place like I'd be like I need to redo it like I was so obsessed with trying to be perfect because I just felt so lost within myself and I was just trying to control any aspect that I could and it felt so weird making these videos because they didn't really feel authentically like who I was I felt like I was we were just doing it for the views and we were doing it for the money my memory card was full yeah my memory card was full oh I hate when you're in a rant and then it just cuts off anyways (laughs) um so (laughs) I felt like the videos were not authentically me or what I wanted to create or who I really was it was just about what other people wanted to see and what was going to get the most views because that in the end meant that we would get paid more and we would get more brand deals and that's what we needed we needed more money and it soon enough wasn't about who I was online and having this social presence as actually me it was just this image that I had built up to basically gain followers and gain more money and it's a really weird like concept when your job is you and your boss is basically the public eye and like I was having to be a certain way so that I could please my boss you know which is just a really weird concept with social media because your whole life turns into your job and 
that's why like, yes, social media can be so amazing because it allows you to connect with so many people. It allows you to work from anywhere and it can spread a lot of good. But instead of working a nine to five where at 5 p.m. you are done, you're off the clock. No, social media, you are like constantly working from when you wake up to when you go to bed, when you're checking your phone all hours of the day, it feels like you're constantly working. So I was getting so burnt out and it started feeling so weird because everything that we would do in the relationship was about content. It was about filming content on our dates. It was about bring, if he brought me flowers, I was like, is this for content or is this because you actually wanted to bring me flowers? Or are we actually doing this cute thing because we truly want to, or are we just doing it because we think it's going to get us views? And it just made everything start to feel so artificial. It made things just not feel genuine. And it just was not the way that I wanted to live my life with my partner. And I am someone that needs that realness and I need to disconnect. And I, it like really impacts my mental being so absorbed in social media. And some people can do it, but I just, it's not for me all the time. And it started making my life feel very weird and very detached to my true self. And I was just getting so absorbed and I was literally editing videos like all day. We were filming, we would take days where we would just film like videos all day long and then I'd be editing them. So we would have three videos every single day to post because we needed to be consistent and we had brand deals that we needed to meet these de deadlines and our whole life was just making content and yes it could be worse I know that but it was also a lot um especially when I was going through my own personal problems and I was going through my own personal anxieties and depression and the world was changing around me I was changing I was away from my friends I was I used to be someone that would go out all the time and I loved doing things with my friends and going out and going to shows and going to going out to the bars and just being out and getting that sense of, you know, stimulation. That was something that I really enjoyed and not having that anymore. And then having this whole new life was just a lot for me. And then dealing with these inner problems and feeling so misunderstood by my partner and just feeling like they didn't get what I was going through at all. It made me feel even more alone. And then having the world see me as someone who I didn't even feel I really was was a very weird concept and we started getting recognized in public which is of course so cool like it, that was something that made me so happy like meeting real people that genuinely loved my videos made me so happy and it was so fun meeting some of the fans it was like crazy I never had anything like that and it also stressed me out a little bit and made me feel weird but it was it was cool and like we would take pictures with people and like it was just ah, I couldn't even that was something I dreamt about as a kid like being a celebrity and then once it happened it like didn't really feel the same that I would would have expected and I felt like I was being seen by so many people but not for who I actually was so it made me feel even more unseen and it made me feel even more alone which is crazy and I was just yeah I was really unhappy and I was really confused as to why I felt so unhappy and my relationship was starting to have problems and there were problems that we could not get through 
and a lot of them were on my my end and a lot of them were on his end it, it takes two to tango but they were just it, it sparked a lot of toxic behavior and it was just unhealthy and I was very unhappy and it was really confusing because online everyone was like oh you guys are goals like I wish I had something like you you guys are perfect like oh like this is exactly what I want and I was like inside I'm like no like it doesn't feel like this like this isn't true like this isn't all real and I felt like such a hypocrite like an opposer by putting out all this content on how to have a healthy relationship when my own relationship was suffering and that's why it's like you have no idea what's going on behind closed doors when they turn off the camera you have no idea and people are only going to put out what they want people to see you know they're not going to put out their worst moments and it was a very very dark time for me and I felt very stuck because I was now living with this person I developed a whole life with them we were basically married at this point like without the legal sense we were dating for two and a half years and we had grown this life together and I felt like I needed to get out or else I was not going to be okay and I felt like I needed to figure out who I was by myself on my own because I couldn't be with this person unless I was happy with myself I didn't love myself and you really cannot love someone else in a healthy sustainable way unless you truly love who you are first because no one I needed to fill up my own cup before I could try to fill up someone else's and I was trying to do so many other things but I wasn't nurturing my soul and I wasn't nurturing my body and treating myself with love and kindness so I just got so burnt out and and I I was a mess I was a mess <laughs> and eventually so we moved back to LA and I was like you know what I'm gonna keep trying I want to make this work because I do genuinely care about this person but I knew in my heart that it wasn't right and I just kept trying to make it work but I knew it was not what I was supposed to be doing and eventually I just kind of snapped and was like I can't do this anymore and I decided to move out and it was a really really hard time in my life because I felt like I was going to be losing everything and starting over and I needed to find a new place to live. I didn't know how my job was going to work out because we had a social media account that we did together and we had a dog like it was so stressful and it was just a lot to navigate and I was 22 I think I just turned 22 yeah I just turned 22 so still very young and I was luckily lucky enough to move in with my best friend Megan and we got our own place together thank god but I for a month I was staying in our spare bedroom on a mattress I ordered on Amazon and it was a very hard time and um yeah we had the TikTok account which I had created in the first place but it obviously became a joint thing but I did most of the work on the back end of course we had an equal part in why it was successful but I was editing and doing all of the videos and managing most of the things so I thought it was only fair that I kept the account but obviously that's nothing's fair in those situations and it sucks either way and I ended up keeping the account because I thought that that was the right thing and I was too much of a mess to even have it honestly and we were sharing our dog back and forth which is really hard too and 
I was so insecure. I hated myself. I felt so much shame for my decision, my past decisions for I had so much guilt. I was just I had this dark cloud over my head and I was not being kind to myself. I was beating myself up and I and my partner made me feel like I should have been beating myself up and you know everyone when you're hurt you say things and you act a certain way that maybe you don't really intend to but I felt a lot of hatred towards myself and then having a platform where everyone has their attention on you and your relationship and you had just broken up and we put out one of those breakup videos because we needed to announce that we were breaking up and I just felt like so many so many eyes on me and I didn't even want my own eyes on me I just wanted to curl up under a blanket and not be seen and it was really hard and I didn't have the perspective at the time to realize that it would pass eventually but when you have depression you don't really think about all of the how much brighter the future can be you're just in the present and it's dark and you're feeling empty and you don't know what even tomorrow is going to look by look like and you're just trying to get through another day and I wish that I would have thought about the future a bit more um but at that time I was just I did not have that mindset and I thought I didn't deserve a platform I thought that someone like me didn't have enough to say for someone to actually care or want to listen to and I didn't think I was deserving of having an audience and eventually you know my ex really wanted the account and he was really pressuring me to give it to him and making me feel bad that I had it and wasn't using it but I was struggling with my mental health and um there's nothing harder than putting your face on camera when you hate yourself. <laughs> so eventually after all this pressure and this guilt and shame, I was like, you know what? I'm going to give it to you because if it means this much to you and you think it will help you with your career and I'm not using it, then I'm going to give it to you because it's not serving me and I can't handle it and I need to focus on my mental health. And so I gave him our platform and we had like 900,000 followers and I gave that up and I was like peace <laughs> I was like I'm going to find things in life that actually make me feel happy and this is not one of them right now and you know future me would have been like yo like maybe you want to start a podcast in the future like once you're healed and you're more confident and you should use that platform to spread positivity but at the time was not thinking about that and you know I believe everything happens for a reason and it went that way for a reason and I'm here today and it has allowed me to open new doors on my own and have a fresh start and I am grateful for those really hard times because it made me take a very deep look into myself and it made me go on this self-growth journey of learning how to love myself and learning how to be my own best friend and learning how to stop having that mean voice in my head that's telling me I'm not good enough and that I need to change who I am and that I can't do these things and I had this like little devil on my shoulder and I needed to learn how to 
turn him off and it took a lot of time and it took a lot of hard work honestly like healing from hard situations is not easy and I of course went through phases where I was at first I was drinking a lot of red wine that definitely helped and smoking a lot of cannabis (laughs) but I also was waking up every morning and was meditating for at least 10 minutes in the morning and I was doing these meditations for self-forgiveness and for letting go of shame and guilt and for connecting with your higher self and I have a whole list of them that I would that I would do and I was watching TED Talks and listening to podcasts. I was listening to so much Jay Shetty. Like he was honestly like one of my top, my top healers for getting through that terrible breakup. And I was just trying to give myself the best information and trying to nourish myself. And I was writing in my journal. Whenever I would listen to these videos, I would write everything that I would learn from it. And I would take notes and I was doing self-affirmations and gratitude journals and I was just trying to see the light in my world and trying to think positive and trying to trust in the process and trust that I was going to be okay and it was crazy it was crazy and I can talk more about healing and that journey too on another episode but um yeah, it definitely made me feel like I needed to restart. And I honestly was like, okay, I'm not going to do social media ever again. I'm going to try to get a normal job. And I tried to get a normal job and that really wasn't working out for me. And I got offered some jobs and I was like, I'm going to hate my life. And I've always told myself I'm not going to be a slave to my job. Like, it's just not worth it for me. The money is not worth it if I can't be happy. And so I've been testing out a bunch of different things. And now we're I'm kind of coming back to where I am now, I guess. And I was doing a lot of side hustles with just freelance social media, helping brands do advertising. I was helping promote events in LA. I was doing a bunch of random things and I was doing modeling stuff. I was doing some styling stuff and all of it was, it's helped me get support myself and have money, but I never felt fully fulfilled in what I was doing and I knew that I had so much more out there for me and I've always been someone that loves to connect with people. I love animals and I love nature and I want to make people smile and I want to inspire people and I want to make this world a safer and happier place for everyone and I knew that I needed to do that somehow but I had no idea how and I'm still figuring it out and the podcast was definitely one of the ideas where I was like this could be a way for me to do social media, but do it in a way that feels authentic to me and where I'm actually adding something positive to social media and not something negative. And yeah, now I've, I've been thinking about doing this for a long time and it took me a while to have the self-confidence and to realize that I'm not going to ever fully be ready. I'm never going to fully feel prepared and I'm never going to know. I'm not going to all of a sudden be Jay Shetty, but I have to start somewhere and I need to just start the first episode and I will learn as I go and that is why I'm here now but I'm also trying to figure out what else I love and that's why I started traveling more too and started diving into new hobbies and passions I'm studying yoga and breath work and I did my scuba diving license and I was traveling and I'm trying to learn more about so many different things because 
you don't really know what you're truly passionate about unless you put yourself out there to learning these things and meeting new people and trying new experiences. And I figured, you know, if I'm feeling a bit lost and I don't know what I'm doing, I at least need to just throw myself into new experiences so I can learn more about what I love. And I've honestly just been really trying to trust in the process, been manifesting, been working on myself and loving myself and been putting out the energy that I want to receive in the world because I really believe that you attract what you put out there. And if you are thinking about good things and you're putting good energy out there that it will come back to you and I'm just I know it will all work out because I know that I'm going to keep putting my best foot forward and I'm going to keep trying and whatever's meant to happen will happen and even though there was some really hard times it got me to be here and I would have never gone on this solo journey I would have probably never felt as confident as I do now like myself a year ago would not have thought that the way I feel now is even possible and that is just the beautiful part about life is that we can go through these really hard times but they end up being the most empowering times they end up being the most life-changing times they teach us so much about who we are and we have to go through the bad times in order for the good to be so fulfilling and so I'm grateful for that experience but it was really weird. Like I felt like I had everything, you know, a, a boyfriend and a f social media following. And we were making the, I was making the most money I'd ever made in my life. And I was the least happiest. And it's just a reminder that sometimes the things that we think are so important really don't bring us true happiness. And they are just an instant gratification, but it's not going to keep us this longevity of pure joy. And we need to search for that inner love and that inner peace and that inner happiness because that's what's going to withstand whatever life changes are thrown at you and putting all that energy into myself and not being so hard on myself and starting this podcast is just something that I'm really proud that I've gotten to this point I'm really proud of myself and I actually moved out of LA before I went to Asia for two months, so that was also a crazy life shift. I left the city that I thought I was going to live in for a long time. I It was my home for five years. It's where all my friends are. It's where I've made most of my memories, and I was getting too wrapped up in things that actually don't matter, materialistic items and how many followers you have and all of this lavish lifestyle when like that really doesn't matter at our core, and I wanted to connect with myself and with the actual human elements of this world and get back to my true self, my childlike energy. And I decided to move out from the city and I moved back home with my family while I traveled this year. And it feels really strange and it feels like I'm taking steps backwards, but I know that it's just a pivotal part of my whole process and my journey. And it's a bit slower than my life was in LA and I'm just trying to enjoy every aspect that I can because I know life will get crazier again and I'm just really trying to be present and enjoy each phase of life as it comes and understanding that where I am right now is where I'm supposed to be and the future will unfold the way it's supposed to and I can't control the future I can't control the past the past is dead the future doesn't exist so there's no need to stress about it 
all I have control of is right now and I just want to be happy so I'm going to try my best to see the light in every situation and keep spreading light in everything that I do and I hope that this podcast can spread light to you and <laughs> um, that is I guess I think I covered most of it I honestly have no idea I probably I mean obviously I didn't cover my entire life but that was some of the big chunks of how I got here and I will dive deeper into some other topics that were sprinkled in there in some of the next episodes but I want to thank you again if you're still listening I don't even know how long it's been but if you're still listening thank you so much and I hope you were able to connect with this or think it's interesting I I told this to someone I met and they were like you need to share your story and I I don't know. I hope it can inspire you and shed some light in some new areas and make you realize some new things. I don't know. And I always want to be open and honest with you guys. And sometimes I'm an oversharer, so I might overshare some things on here. Who knows? Uh, (laughs) But we need to just be more open. I think we need to be more open. Follow the social media. Subscribe. Like wherever you are. If you're listening or watching, thank you so much. And I will see you next week. Bye.